So now we have 85, 85 stores across wow. the nine, nine cities. Wow. Um, what does that feel yeah. like? Like that reality coming from we started at farmer's markets to 11 years later, we've got 85 stores. It's, uh, I mean, so I think when you're in the journey, you don't really kind of appreciate kind of where you've reached because you're always thinking about, okay, these are all the, the next problems that have to be tackled. And, and I don't know and, what and, you're you talking know. about. <laughs> so it's not really ever been a point, like very, it's very rare that we get the chance to sort of sit down and, and you know, think about like, oh, wow, look at how far we've come and, yeah. and, and where we're at. Welcome to the Daily Coffee <laughs> Pro by Map It Forward, friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and this is episode one of a brand new series on the Daily Coffee Pro. Joining me today is Matt Chitaranjan from Blue Takai. I stuffed your name up. I'm so sorry, Matt. No problem. Close, very close. <laughs> close. You shall from every episode from here be known as Matt C, as all your friends from Wisconsin Perfect. call you. <laughs> Matt, welcome to the podcast. It is such a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for having me. It's really a pleasure to be here. My absolute pleasure. We met recently at World Coffee Conference in India. And I got pretty obsessed with your brand very quickly. Uh, Blue Takai just blew me away with the level at which you brought me in as a customer immediately. Like the folks mm -hmm. that helped me at the stand, whenever I'd ask any questions uh, at World Coffee Conference, they were very engaging. They were very knowledgeable. All the different products that you guys have got, fantastic, world-class. And then you taste the coffee and you're like, yes, Yes, it actually is fantastic. It it hit on every level. So thank you for being everything that I hoped the brand would be given how popular it is in India. Amazing work. Well, that's really great to hear. I'm really glad that that experience came out at the, at the WCC. So it, for those who haven't heard about Blue Tukai or you, please mm -hmm. tell everyone what the what the journey was. Sure. So Blue Tokai was started 11 years ago, sort of off a, a whim, really. Um, so both my partner and I, we were at points in our careers where we were kind of tired of what we were doing. I had a background in finance and I was doing a lot of desk jobs. Um, uh, my my partner, she had a background in design and communications um, and PR. And uh, I personally wanted to just do something with my hands, do something physical, not, uh -huh. not be at a computer all day. <laughs> um, and so we were living in Delhi and this was in 2012. And in 2012, it was very difficult to get good quality coffee. Uh, so basically the brands that were available at that time were selling kind of commodity coffee, mm. not freshly roasted, uh, mixed with Robusta, mixed with chicory. Um, or there was very expensive imported coffee. So India has a hundred percent import duty. So you don't really get coffee from around the world. And when you mm. do, it's very price prohibitive. Yeah. Right. Um, and so we were just sort of thinking of what, what we should do. And, and so we were both very passionate about coffee and, and, and we thought, why not start a coffee company? Um, and because of our backgrounds, we wanted to do it in a, a, a specialty way. 
so I, I used to live in, in, I'm from the US actually, and I was in San Francisco when kind of third wave uh, coffee was really taking mm. off and becoming kind of the mainstream. And so that really got me interested in, in you know, the sourcing and the roasting and the brewing with the focus on quality. And, and we found that totally lacking in India at that time. Um, and so we started doing a little bit of research and, and we found that where there were estates in, in India who were producing very high quality coffee, but they weren't focused on the domestic market at all. They, they, they were going to sort of SEA shows and finding mm. uh, export buyers and, and, and they were focused more on the export market because um, the prevailing wisdom at that time was that India wasn't, Indian consumers weren't ready for mm-hmm. uh, specialty coffee. They didn't. They didn't appreciate it. They didn't understand it. And most importantly, they weren't willing to pay for it. Uh, we and, and and we didn't do any kind of like business plan or market analysis. It was started purely out of a, a desire for ourselves to have coffee that we wanted to drink. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so we, we, we started very humbly. Uh, uh, luckily, my, my partner's parents had a, a spare room in their house. Um, we got a little tiny 500 gram roaster, a small Mazda grinder. Um, and then we we went down south and we started uh, trying to convince growers to sell us their coffee. And and to this day, I still don't know why why any of them agreed. Uh, <laughs> we we were just like two two random people who turned up and said, "No, we want to buy your best quality coffee. We're going to put your name on it because it's really important that people know where where this coffee is from and the work that you're doing." Uh, and, and surprisingly, no one asked us whether we were from the coffee background or whether we knew, <laughs> knew, knew anything about roasting. Uh, but luckily, uh, luckily enough, uh, enough people uh, kind of were were persuaded and 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 were willing to take sort of the leap of faith where they sold yeah. us their coffee and allowed us to sort of tell their story and 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 pr- promote what they were doing at their estates. Um, but but we started very very simply just selling online doing sort of farmers markets and and just trying to get get the word out however we could um over how many stores now so now we have 85 85 stores nine nine cities wow Um, what does that feel like like that reality coming from we started at farmers markets to 11 years later we've got 85 stores it's, uh, I mean, so I think when you're in the journey, you don't really kind of appreciate kind of where you've reached because you're always thinking about, okay, these are all the, the next problems that have to be tackled. And, and I don't know and, what and, you're you talking know. about. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not really ever been a point, like very, it's very rare that we get the chance to sort of sit down and, and, you know, think about like, oh, wow, look at how far we've come and, yeah. and where we're at. Friends, World of Coffee Dubai is back in 2024, and I am proud to announce that the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward will be the official podcast partner for World of Coffee Dubai for the second year in a row. The Roasters Village will be a one-of-a-kind destination for all things coffee. As an exhibitor, introduce your artisanal roasts to an international audience and gain valuable insights from their perspective. Visitors, immerse your in the celebratory coffee culture experience by sampling exclusive cups, 
poured with passion from cafes worldwide and absorb insights that will elevate your own appreciation of all things coffee. Whether you brew coffee or just love savoring a fine cup, this event gathers the global coffee community under one roof in an amazing city. Join us at World of Coffee Dubai in 2024 at Dubai World Trade Center from the 21st until the 23rd of January. Tickets are available at dubai.worldofcoffee.org or you can contact us on social media for any questions that you might have at mapforward.coffee. Get your tickets now, folks. Come see the podcast being recorded live and we hope to see you in January in Dubai for World of Coffee. Um, it's still kind of involved in, in what's to come rather than reflecting on where we've come from. In this series, we're going to have a Com- like we're going to do five episodes on building a specialty coffee brand in a producing country because this is really unique. Right now, what I'm seeing with a lot of the people that I'm talking about, talking with on the podcast is producers coming on and saying, we want to be a part of building a local market and you've done it. You, you are the kind of you're the person you and your partner are the people who have kind of set the stage for specialty coffee in India right that's yeah I mean so when we started it wasn't it wasn't really a concept that people were really familiar with Um, there were no other brands who were kind of really doing the specialty route it was more commodity brands um, and and you know there are a lot of reasons for that but uh, and maybe someone who was a bit more uh, uh, maybe smarter than me would have looked at that and said, this, this is the silly thing to do. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and I think that we were, we were early. Like, I think we started when we started, you know, like there were, you know, three, four years where, where it was kind of a, a difficult, a difficult journey. Um, uh, but luckily every year it got a little bit better. And then now in the last four or five years, it's just exploded in India. And through this series, we're going to talk about things like, how do you establish a workforce for this many stores when specialty coffee is not a thing? Because the specialty coffee work workforce is very different to the com- commercial coffee workforce. And the understanding of, you know, some, a really interesting thing you and I spoke about in India was the role that it plays with the system. I think it's called the caste system in India where like a lot of the people that are working for you couldn't in their normal day, actually, they, they wouldn't go and spend as much as what it costs to drink a specialty coffee uh, in. Yeah. Yeah. So right? I don't think it's, 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 it's not the caste system. It's just sort of the economic reality of, okay. of the country. Uh, it's more, you know, there's, there's so many people, uh, it's, it's, it's still, despite all the growth, India is still overall a fairly poor country. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the people that are, and, 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 and like in many places, barista jobs are fairly entry-level jobs. So it's not like yeah. you're going to be paid like a, a super high salary if you're working at a, a, as a barista. So what's happening is that the people who are coming in and and kind of getting trained and and uh, working in the stores aren't really the customers, and so that kind of creates an interesting or, or difficult, I would say, difficult dynamic because they don't have a lot of the confidence. They come from a different socio economic background to really 
you know, engage with customers uh, mm-hmm. on a on a level that you would kind of want to deliver in a specialty coffee experience, mm-hmm. right? So uh, how and the challenge for us is how can how can we build up confidence? How can we build up knowledge? How can we equip these people to build their skills so that they can they can have that confidence and deliver that experience because that's really transferable. If you're if you're great at delivering customer service, you can work in many mm. industries. You know, if if you're able to to you know think and be able to 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 sell a product and explain a product that can also work in in many different industries. So it's not necessarily that uh, the skills that we're providing only apply to to being a barista. It's it's they're very very useful just in in, in any job. When you look at building Blue Takai, what was the hardest? parts of it i think one is one of the the big challenges that we had was the fact that okay so we're in specialty coffee uh so first of all coffee in india is considered niche people think of india as a, a tea drinking country um I mean, that's partially true. In the South, there's always been, a, a, for centuries, there's been a, a strong coffee drinking culture, but um, in, in much of the country, uh, people drink tea. So automatically by being in coffee, you're kind of, you're pigeonholed as sort of some uh, niche yeah, brand. Yeah, with and 85 now we stores. Do, we don't want to, yeah, well, <laughs> now, now you want to, uh, getting to the 85 stores was just a challenge. Uh, <laughs> because then now, now we're saying, I don't, it's not just coffee I want to do. I want to do specialty coffee. I only want to buy, you know, the best coffee. I want to tell it in a particular way. I want to, you know, get fancy machines to brew that yeah. coffee and roast that coffee. And, and that requires a lot of money. Uh, mm. And, and, and we're not from, uh, you know, neither, none of our the partners had that had the capital to do that. So actually raising that money over time has been uh, quite a challenge because you have to be able to convince people that this is actually something that that Legit. Uh, not not only is worth doing but achievable and can become can become a significant business in the future. And I would say for the bulk of the journey that was that was a challenge, um, especially because in India people or sort of where the market is right now, cafes are incredibly important, but. And 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 in 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 India, uh, running cafes is quite different than running cafes in in other parts of the world. The the regulations are different. Uh, you know, you'll have all kinds of random people coming to you, telling them that you broke this law, so pay me. You did this wrong. Sounds so like pay California, me. bro. <laughs> <laughs> At least in California business. people know the rules. Yeah, right. Here, here the rules, rules are change. made in such a way so that you can never be totally compliant, right? Uh, oh, that sounds fun. So. Yeah. Uh, and, and so now now people don't want to necessarily, those are very difficult businesses. So people don't want to fund that. Mm. People are more interested in funding kind of product businesses because they see that that's an easier, more scalable path. But for specialty, and, and our feeling is that ultimately it's, you know, it's the taste of the product that's going to convert people. Mm. Um, if you just put some fancy packaging on the shelf, I, you know, nine, nine out of 10 people are not going to understand it and they're not going to pick it up. By having the cafes and getting people to to enjoy the product, that's really how you you kind of get an in with them and, and convert them. Mm. Because the great thing about our industry is that once you start drinking specialty coffee, you're not going to want to drink, you know, you can't. Uh, commodity coffee. Yeah. So like every, anytime I go to a meeting, people are like, do you want a cup of coffee? And, and I always say, no, no, I'll have a tea. Even though I'm sure the tea is just as bad as the coffee, but I, I don't know anything about tea. So I have no benchmark. So I'll, I'll drink the tea. 
<laughs> or orange juice. Always tea or orange yeah. juice is the way to <laughs> yeah. go, right? Water. <laughs> um, yeah, water. <laughs> that, that sets us up perfectly for our, our next episode, folks. Join us as we talk about like what it was like to establish a specialty coffee market where there wasn't one. This is, I can't wait to hear what this was like. We'll see you in the next episode, folks. Peace, love and peanut butter. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Map It Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Map It Forward, head to mapitforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.